0: What's up, happy people, and welcome back to another episode of Perception is a Bitch. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about intentions. For some reason, we like to judge everybody else by their actions. And yet, we're distraught when the same treatment is applied to us. We want to be judged by our intentions. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, I tried to get here on time. I'm so sorry. I did my best. Motherfucker, who gives a fuck? You didn't do the shit. You're not here on time. You didn't get it done. Who fucking cares what you meant to do? Your intentions don't count for shit. Or do they? Let's talk about it. So, I think it's important to establish in this conversation- Right
1: right, off the bat.
0: Early on, all right, that we don't really have the answer to this one. We're just going to talk shit, okay?
1: Oh, I have the answer. (laughs) No, you don't. Deji has answers.
0: Deji has full of shit syndrome. (laughs) And... (laughs) So, we're just going to move past that one. But we really don't have the answers, and the reason I say that is because even governments don't really have the answer to this question. That's why in the court of law, you know, they have different uh, punishments for different... Like if, first if degree you, murder, second yeah. degree
1: murder, manslaughter.
0: If you murder with intention, that's a lot worse first than if degree you murder. accidentally murder someone or you murder someone in self-defense. They they acknowledge that intentions matter. But in the same breath, intentions don't matter because they still locked up Breonna Taylor's husband for shooting a cop when they came in with a no-knock warrant and, and didn't he announce And said, himself. oh, I
1: was afraid for my life I, because defending I Defending you know.
0: myself. And I had a, a licensed gun to do just that. You entered my home without my knowledge.
1: So in that regard, the law was like your, intention your intentions don't, count don't for matter shit. for
0: shit. So even us, we'd like like how can we know when entire bodies of government don't know? Well, no I one-
1: know because I'm a smart motherfucker.
0: <laughs> no, you're a cocky motherfucker. You're an arrogant motherfucker.
1: Who isn't? I'm just look. I'm Most just,
0: people are. You're just. I'm just <laughs> very
1: vocal about my narcissism. I'm just keeping it real with people and calling it out. Like just, I'm just telling the truth. Uh,
0: I'm a narcissist. You're giving my future lawyer so much (laughs) fodder.
1: I will be quiet. You can't now.
0: leave me now. It's too much on record.
1: <laughs> <laughs> too
0: much on record. I, he's admittedly a narcissist.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like all this podcast content is it, its going to be used against me in a court of law. <laughs> Sarah's going to use this at the divorce proceedings.
0: Ooh, just keep you stuck. <laughs> now you can't leave me.
1: Okay. So this is going to be one of them philosophical debates, but in true Deja and Sarah fashion, we're going to make it. Banter. So we, I think, we've created this brand of philosophy. It's comedic philosophy.
0: It's kind of like it reminds me of like what we do of that drunk history. We just get tipsy and we talk shit, and there's some philosophy or like knowledge maybe sprinkled in there, but you kind of just have to. Because I'll be honest, I'll be
1: honest. I enjoy philosophy, but there are times when like some philosophers just put you to fucking sleep, Mm, right? Because it's so so
0: deep and complicated that you just get you you, you can't follow along. Yeah, yeah, just fuck, shoot me now. Like if this is the meaning of life, everything is pointless and hopeless. Camus, come, come on. Like, why am I alive?
1: Yeah, so so not too many people have the stomach for existential philosophy. Like, it's just. I'm kind
0: of a cop. I kind of <laughs> like that life is pointless. Like, that shit makes me happy. I don't know why, because I don't like trash. Not
1: everyone has a stomach for that shit, which is why we have to infuse this brand of philosophy, this comedic philosophy that we do. So, on today's episode, we're talking about intentions. We're talking about evil, the definition of evil. We're gonna use some uh, some thought experiments, one of <laughs> which is the most famous one actually, the uh, trolley experiment.
0: Okay, since you mentioned it, go ahead and, and tell it now. Go for okay. it. Okay, so,
1: so let's, you can't let's let,
0: tease them like that. Get,
1: and just jump right into it. All anyway. right, let's rip the fucking band-aid off. Okay. So if you're, for those who are familiar with the trolley experiment or the trolley problem, is what it's called. You know where I'm going with this. For those who are not, welcome. Uh, the trolley. <laughs> the trolley. In the trolley problem, you are told to assume that there's a train on a track, and uh, it's going at call it a hundred miles an hour, and it loses control.
0: Mm-hmm. There
1: are five people. About 100 yards out on that track. Yeah. Right. So this train is going to run into these five people and kill them. It's going to be a fucking bloodbath. They back.
0: can't move and you can't They're stop stuck it. to the yeah. track.
1: Now, now, there is a lever where you are standing. And if you pull that lever, it can derail that train to a second set of tracks so you could save those five people. But here's the problem, However, though. However, you know, in true philosophical... <laughs>
0: there is a rub. <laughs> yeah,
1: there is a rub. However, if you pull that lever and derail the track to save those five people, there's one person on that second track an innocent just bystander they usually,
0: there you usually say it's one person you love i think that's usually no not they, yet we're not there yet oh, it's okay. just one I person they usually say that Row then, with okay. me this is layered, this, okay, is layered. Okay. this is
1: layered this is layered it's just okay, one, yo, one it's just one person it's just one, one person. person all right the question then becomes do you pull the lever to save five and kill one or do you have the moral dilemma of not killing the one and just letting the five die? Basically, do you pull the lever or do you do nothing?
0: Okay, so I'll answer that for the audience, okay? Okay. Math. Oh,
1: oh go ahead. Okay, go ahead,
0: mathematically, it makes sense. Ethically. To- no, no. no here, let me, let me okay, answer. Okay, it's okay, my answer. Okay. <laughs> okay. I am speaking. Okay. Uh, mathematically, it makes sense to pull the lever because just common sense dictates five lives... Is, is more than one. You know, so four lives saved, you've still gained more lives. If, if, if you have to choose, it makes sense to choose the one. However, this is where you get into the ethics of intentions and just consequences. When the train is on the track and you have no responsibility to the direction it's going or the fact that it's broken, you are not at fault for the five that die. But as soon as you pull the lever, whatever your intention was to save the five, you were now at fault for the one. It was your hand that chose that life over the other five. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yes. So that's uh, what's the word for it? It's the philosophy of... um uh, util, you—that's you, utilitarianism a big, that word it's a big long word
0: <laughs> i like big words i like big things <laughs> okay. you know Stop. No, like. too, early. Too, early.
1: <laughs> <laughs> too early for the jokes
0: never too early it's never too early for that d all
1: right all right so so but by doing nothing that's still a choice though mm-hmm. okay now that word tells us that that's the right thing to do but let's now change the facts. So this is where the trolley problem starts getting interesting. Mm-hmm. Suppose the one person on is, the, your, mama. Uh, is your mom you or, or your or mama. your daughter or your daughter, your your oh, kid. Your baby. your baby. Do you pull the lever? Do you kill your own Do you son? kill to save like do you still follow this very basic law of say what again?
0: Utilitarianism? Yes. Is that right?
1: Yes. Because now when you change the context it changes the, so what the trolley problem is trying the to other, show
0: the other thing you could say in it is like for example someone of extreme importance so some say the 5 on the track are someone of medium low value according to society um, like they're not really contributing that much into and it's the world mother
1: teresa on the other uh, yeah
0: elon musk mother teresa someone who is contributing so much into shaping the future or humanitarianism or Some kind of shit like that, like the value of their life now is judged, whether it's for love or for their um, utilitarian value. The the math has changed that one life is now worth more than the other.
1: Yes. Or or what if the another scenario, what if the five people on the track? are all At, evil and are, the one are all, person's are good. All now murderers. it makes sense
0: to run over the five because they're all murderers okay. and save the one. But you don't know that when you're pulling the lever. So what if you save five murderers and kill one innocent?
1: Okay, so the trolley problem gets even more interesting. What, what this <laughs> thought experiment is trying to do is if y'all haven't watched
0: The Good Plays, which is a very interesting show, they talk about this a lot, too, in yes. there, and I, I think that's really interesting. So, so
1: as, as we speak through this episode, I want you to start thinking about society today in the context of the American elections coming up and how we're so polarized into Democrats, Republicans. I know I hate, which
0: track I'd go down on, uh, depending on. on which candidate I, I, is I, on which track.
1: I, I hate even saying this because i don't want to date the podcast i still want this conversation to be relevant to whoever's listening to it five years from now but it is an important parallel to make where the trolley problem tries to show that ethics morality right wrong good evil are not as black and white as we would like to think them to be mm-hmm. is nuanced and there's a variation. There's
0: surface level decisions like with basic there's information, a, and as more you dig down, the more you information you have. There's a, the there's, more complex that decision gets.
1: Life is never as simple as we simple minded beings make it to be. Mm. Shit is typically more nuanced and and contextual than we like to think. So here's another scenario to the trolley problem. Assuming you are again watching this train, it's going down this one track to kill these five people. You are standing above, maybe call it a bridge, and there is somebody standing up there with you. If you push this person off the bridge, they fall on the track, the train runs them over, but it stops the train and it saves the five people. Do you push the person off?
0: Well, that one, it, it makes it a little more intense because it's different than pulling a lever. Pushing a person uh, so,
1: uh, uh, so now listen, feels listen more
0: intentional th- than, just than pulling the a lever. robotic pulling a lever.
1: Or is it? Because it's not. It's the, the same The end, end result the is still the, yeah, same, the same, right? Map. Intention, intention. Yes. Don't count for shit. The end but result is still more the
0: responsible. same. It's kind of why it's easier to kill someone with a gun than it is with a knife. Don't ask me how I know that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It just feels more personal.
0: Yeah, well, with a knife, it's like you're actually having to physically stab. With a gun, it's just a hair trigger you can barely squeeze. It takes a lot of impact and intent to take a knife and drive it through someone. Again, don't ask me how I know. I won't tell you where the bodies are buried. But it takes a lot of intent. With the gun, eh, you could do it on accident. You could just beep,
1: beep, boom. Done. so so now with this That's how my uncle
0: lost his arm <laughs> no joke
1: your redneck family no. that that would happen lost that
0: would, no. <laughs> there you go
1: that would happen y'all you're, you're just a bunch of rednecks from arkansas
0: we like our guns
1: <laughs> but don't worry about them gun control you know we'll be fine we're guns good, don't good. hurt people you know it's the people who use oh. the gun i digress OK, so it was important to, to kind of have this conversation about the trolley problem first before we get into the meat and potato of our talk today, because it is important for you to understand that ethical, moral decisions, what is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is evil, is not black and white. It's very contextual and it's very nuanced. Um If you understand that point, then the conversation we're going to have will begin to make a lot more sense. Right. So really, a lot of this week, I feel like this whole week has been one clusterfuck of people who've been judging others by their actions and not by their intentions.
0: Yeah. This week has been a clusterfuck in general. It's It's been one of the longest weeks since...
1: i don't know if it's been a fucking full moon but like i I'm have been tired. i've been on the edge this week where i've just been calling people out on their bullshit <laughs> like
0: you're better at that than i am because because i'm just it just
1: fucking pisses me off it pisses me off right and
0: i think it comes better from youtube being a dude they're just like oh man he's a leader he's intimidating if i did it's like oh she's a bitch she hates me she's retaliating i'm like no no, no. <laughs> the saying the context gets shifted as a woman i have to be very careful like hey um so we need to have a conversation about what you did it was inappropriate like i have to use that kind of language and you're like uh that was bullshit so let, let, let's let's get into it
1: people oftentimes don't rec- recognize how much they are hypocrites if you ask somebody do you think you're a hypocrite what what are they going to tell you no no okay if you if you ask people, especially people who are bound by, you know, religion, morality, moral clauses, like what does love well, mean we're to all you? Bound we're, by moral clauses I, I know, I know not.
0: we all have a code. Right.
1: But 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 the, but the idea that pops into mind is love thy neighbor as thyself. Right. Do unto others as you'd have them do by unto you Lord. as you'd have them do unto you. These are all ideas that sound very good in theory, mm-hmm. but no one really does them because the essence of human nature is to judge other people by their actions and judge ourselves by our by our intentions. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, that that is the that is the antithesis. Antith- of,
0: antithesis.
1: I struggle with these big words. I just know them in my head. <laughs> that is the antithesis. Antithesis. That word. <laughs> Of, of loving thy neighbor, because truly loving your neighbor as yourself is to apply the same generosity of judging people by their intentions and not so much what their actions may be implying as, you know, what their actions are saying that they did.
0: I mean, this is why one of the first main steps in coaching and management is seek to understand, like seek clarity, seek un- understanding And it should be in just life. But they teach this in in management. Because if you come down on a a team member or subordinate because you're like, why did you fuck out? Like, you come down like, oh, I'm writing you up for doing this shit. And then they explain like, hey, I did that because such and such happened. You're like, oh, shit. Now you look like an asshole. So if you seek to understand first and then cast judgment, it makes a world of difference. Should be common sense, but...
1: It's not. not. So use the example you had from work and I'll get I'll get into my
0: okay. So And and I'll tell
1: you how i I'll I'll tell these guys how I told you to handle it.
0: Okay. Okay. All
1: right, all right, go ahead.
0: So, um, I had a team member that royally, ro- royally, royally, royally. See, I See, can handle I the easy words. In this shit up. Tequila's in me. Well, she, she majorly pissed me the fuck off. So there's, there, I'm a pretty chill boss. Like I, I really am. I'm pretty lenient. If you're late, eh, but you know, just don't make it a habit. You fuck up. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll fix it. And we'll make sure it doesn't happen again. I'm pretty chill. And I think some people interpret me being chill as me being pushover, a pushover. And it's like, no, I just have limited fucks to give. So if I <laughs> give a fuck about something, it better be something that's impacting the bottom line or the business needs, the, the efficiency of the team. Like, I will come down on a motherfucker, but only when it's warranted. OK, so I have this one team member and she likes to rat on everyone and every little thing. One of
1: those bad for culture motherfuckers.
0: Like every little thing. She's in the group chat. Oh, I saw this today. The, you know, someone left the water running in the bathroom. And, and oh, I, I saw a leaf on the floor. someone didn't sweep. And oh, I saw that. And, and I ignore her. I ignore her because it's bullshit. And I don't have time for bullshit. And I'm like, okay, thanks. You know, but I appreciate it's not bullshit to her. To
1: her, it's existential.
0: Ugh so in here you haven't even heard the rest of the story so just oh go ahead hear me go out ahead. so today uh, or you no sorry yesterday i got a message from my fucking boss my boss reached out to me and was like hey um i heard from so and so that one of your other team members on didn't have the music on. Like, it, there was this, like, one of those arbitrary rules that we were supposed to have the music on when our members start arriving for their fitness class. It's true, but every now and then you get busy, you forget, you haven't turned it on quite yet.
1: For context, you know, you work in a gym. I run a fitness facility. Right, so typically a when when fitness. members go into a gym, the music should already be playing. So, yeah, yeah right? So the, our
0: music th- is very... Right, right.
1: So the team member forgot to turn the music on. We turn between
0: classes because it's very... Right, right. when you it's fun when you're taking class not so much when you're right in between classes. so the big
1: point is the team member who should have turned the music on forgot, forgot. to turn it on another team member walked in and like, now oh. is throwing hell in high water because the music went on so
0: instead of just a turning it on and then or b having a conversation like hey um why isn't the music already on shouldn't you have turned that like having just a general conversation with the other employee um so that was a and b she could have a handled it and just moved the fuck on b talked with the person responsible and handled it not on yet or c she could have fucking reached out to me and say hey i've noticed with this particular employee they don't turn the music on before class could you give me some insight as to is this something that you're aware of did you You tell her to does she know she's supposed to do this None of that. So she did not do A, she did not do B, she did not do C. Instead, she did D and reached out to my boss. Like, you know how many steps you skipped to reach out from past the general manager into the owner of a business over something as petty as didn't turn the music on?
1: So so this is this is one of those Deji lost his shit moments because Well, hold on. Let me okay. let
0: me finish. Um so today, the same person... Oh, which, there's more? Yes. Okay. why I said, you didn't even hear all of it. The same person, this is one of those, and I did not have time to have a conversation with her today because we were slammed. Um, but the same person was like, coming in and, and and she was late to get there she was she wasn't there when she was supposed to be uh, she also said oh like in the middle of class she actually ducks her head out i was like oh by the way i have to leave early because i have an appointment right after this and this is one of those classes where you're supposed to stay until the last person leaves it's it's, it's one of our really crucial events class, right. and stuff yeah you're supposed to stay and engage um and i ended up kind of shutting that down and got her to stay but my point is, like, she had multiple layers of things today, where she wanted to be judged on her intentions because she was fucking up, and did not even like acknowledge or see how how she how was hi- doing the same thing. She
1: she she was oblivious to her hypocrisy. Yes. Okay. Now this is where she
0: wants leeway when she's running late or when she needs to leave early, but when someone else forgets to turn the music on or left the water running, it's hypocrites.
1: Like, hypocrites on the last episode i tied in morality ethics to salvation Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna do that on this episode Mm -hmm. if you want to know more about that go listen to that last episode uh it's the i don't fuck with the cardi b yeah jesus if
0: i see you now speak speak. that means i don't fuck with you
1: these are the people jesus gonna look at and be like this is why i don't fuck with you you're an evil person yeah but 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 what i said to you because you were asking me how do i deal with this team member i said, you have to show her how hypocrite she is and you have to almost make a her borderline
0: feel, evil borderline her yes are.
1: and and she and and you you have to call her out for, and and make her feel like a shitty person now if you're in management this is how you do that, and I'm going to give you the exact game I gave Sarah yesterday. Do not yesterday. try
0: this at home because, honestly, this advice like, is...
1: It's its cold, motherfucker. It's cold. Oh, I don't even I want... I like
0: only you could pull this off. I don't, I, I don't think I could pull this off, but Anybody go can
1: pull this off. This is what go I said ahead. to the team member. I said, I, I said, look, there, there is this thing that human beings do that is, frankly, just distasteful and borderline evil. It is a character flaw. You are doing it right now, and it's something we're going to talk about. Human beings have a tendency to judge themselves by their intentions Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and judge other people by their actions. In the spirit of loving your neighbor as yourself and seeking to understand, you do understand right now that you are judging this team member by actions and not looking to even understand where they may have been coming from. Was she sick? Was she on her period? Did she have a headache? Was she under direction from the general manager? Did we even remotely seek to understand what she may have been going through and judge the intention before we start trying to rat her out and possibly get her fired? Because now that you've brought this bullshit my way, mm-hmm. I, I have, have to. Na- I have to act on it. And if this is a team member who was already on maybe some corrective action type bullshit, the she- final straw and she gets fired. You realize that that very evil act of the consequences she will suffer from being fired. You know that's on you, right?
0: Speaking to the employee, yeah. Speaking, yeah. You,
1: you know that's on you, right? Mm-hmm. So in the spirit of you may in the future want somebody else to extend you to you. You may to
0: judge you that way by your intentions. By like your intentions when you're showing up late and not your and actions. You want me to judge you by your intentions. Okay. You need to apply that.
1: Let this be the last time. You 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 treat a, a another human being, let alone a team member, that way. Mm-hmm. And I said to you to say to her that let this be the last time that you ever go above me to my boss and some bullshit like this. Maybe mm-hmm. don't the use the curse shit. word. Yeah, petty. That shit pissed me off. When
0: it, it pisses me off, and the, what I was planning to say was just the general like, hey, I, I want the this, entire I reason want this I'm motherfucker to, to walk away
1: feeling shitty about themselves. Yeah.
0: But well, like my whole point of being my existence in this role is to keep petty shit like this away from my boss. When she starts having to come down and handle shit or or feel like she needs to be imbo- involved in petty stuff like that, like the fuck like, what the fuck she need me for now. You know, like like I'm here to handle the petty shit. Throw that shit at me. I will decide if it's warranted and needs action or not. Like you don't need to Anyways, and it's like, again, like, should I now run to the owner when you're late and let her know that every every time you have an infraction against you? Because if you want that culture.
1: Oh, I like, can create it for you. Yeah,
0: I can, I can create that culture for you. But anyways, I digress. Like, th- this is the problem with people and intentions, but we all we all do it. Like, I had a member today who was looking up at me and like, hey, um, when's the November schedule going to be live? I'm like, look, it's been a heck of a week. I have worked from literally the time I wake up until the time I go to sleep. I might take a break to go for a quick run, if that. So, like... I am. I am stretched thin. I. I will get to. I didn't say all this, but I'm like, oh, I'm just been. It's been really slammed. I'm hoping to get to it tonight or tomorrow. And she was nice enough. Oh, okay. You know, cool. But I know deep down, they're kind of like, really, you work in a gym. How much could there be to do? Like, that's <laughs> how they that look at the me. I get that all the time. I yeah. get that all the time. Like, oh, you know, I had a member today. She's like, I was like, oh, how's your day? She's like, oh, well, not that great. I have to go to work. I mean, she's like, oh, well, I guess you're at work. So you, you know what I mean. I'm like, yeah, I've been at work. Trust For me.
1: some weird reason, people think because you're a <laughs> because general manager at the time. gym. Yeah, yeah, because you're a gym at the gym. You just don't. You just waiting there. Yeah, like I'm i I'll just I, I, hanging out. I'll, I'll get I'll get notes from members. Like oh oh, call me back. I'm like, D- you think I just sit here all day waiting Wait, for now, waiting waiting on shit to be handed me to do? Uh. Anyway, let's take a quick break because I'm getting fired up right now and I need I a, a refill. fucking refill on this drink.
0: Hey, happy people. Hope you're enjoying the tipsy philosophical banter between Daisy and I so far today, as we discuss the many ways in which perception is a bitch. We'd like to take this quick break to top off our tequila and remind all y'all bitches that you can submit your questions, comments, or topic ideas to our email p i a b podcast at gmail.com. You can also find the links to our PIAB book, merch, and Instagram in the links attached to this episode. All right, now that that bullshit's out of the way and we've re-upped on our favorite inhibition-lowering, mind-expanding, and giggle-inducing substances, let's get back to it.
1: So there's a level of self awareness that people need to have, to to recognize when they are judging others by their actions and not by their intention, when they're not seeking to understand.
0: One hundred percent. So that actually reminds me of a kind of weird fight we had you and I ago. Yeah.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> you're going to put me out on blast like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Keeping it real, keeping it real.
1: <laughs> Almost too real. Okay.
0: No, I remember, so you and I were, this was like, I would say like right when the COVID stuff was starting to come down. Okay. And you kind of came to a realization, you're like, man, I'm out of shape. Um, I haven't been doing the workouts with the intensity or the intention um that I I should be doing so you kind of had this epiphany like I need to up my intensity because I'm not getting the results and we had this kind of like tiff right we had this tiff because we were on different sides of this because you had kind of taken the last like four years off from working out really right yeah yeah you had pulled back, cause you'd been like so focused on your career and like working crazy hours. Um, but I've always struggled with my weight. So I kinda never fully let off the gas. I would have times, like maybe a few weeks here and there where I'd be less intense or less intentional than other weeks. But
1: not four years at a time. Yeah,
0: by and large, I was on my shit. And I understood that, that intentions matter, it's consistency over time. Like you can't do everything in one week, but you're very goal driven and you're very like, if you're not making results, if you're not losing a pound a week, you're not doing shit.
1: The effort, no matter how intense it may seem, is, yeah. is null and void. It's so
0: you were kind of, you kept saying, your intentions, don't, your intentions don't matter for shit if you're not seeing the results you intended. And I disagreed vehemently on that. I said, intentions do matter a lot. I may not get the extreme results I would hope for, but I'm going to do my best every damn day to choose the healthy option, to show up for a workout, keep my body moving. Because I know over time, like it's a tortoise versus the hare thing, over time that will put me in a better position then if I do an all or nothing, get results, lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks, and then rebound and gain 20 back.
1: But in the same mindset, you could go five, 10 years with good intentions, not making any progress. There is that side to it.
0: 100%. So it's it's one of those things, intentions do matter, but also they don't. Like if you're not holding yourself accountable. And so there's a level of that in which I agreed with you. I was like, okay, if I'm Going out to the park to do a run and actually spending the time, I need to put enough effort into it that.
1: Enough intensity that the time you see, was worth right. it.
0: Like that I wasn't just wasting that and that hour. And know the time
1: was worth it by some measurable wor- you know, weight loss goal, whatever it is for you and again, at the end of the week, so, month.
0: So this is where I again disagreed with you. I don't <laughs> care what the measurable, because the measurable can be different things to different people. You may. 100%. You may measure it by how much weight you lose. You could measure it on how fast you've get, gotten. You could measure it on how much better your lungs feel while you're running or how much more flexible you are or the fact that you can run a little further than you could the week before. So there's a lot of ways I feel like to measure success. And sometimes you don't see it like that's perspective, right? That's perception. Mm-hmm. You like, Because like. Um, I I I do a certain exercise now, and I can tell a lot of difference in my abs. My weight hasn't shifted that much, but I can tell a difference in Your how my body composition sitting.
1: has changed. Yeah. yeah.
0: So like the exercise But that's not about
1: intention That's actual measurable results It's
0: measurable results But I could miss it Because I could look at the scale which Because most people only focus on certain It's the same thing I've talked to you about Whenever you talk about measuring success Because you would look at yourself sometimes And feel like you're not as successful as you'd like I'm like, it depends on how you measure success.
1: So I measure success by social validation. And my level of accomplishments don't have Hasn't the level. Hasn't as
0: validated as yeah, you would like. Yeah, that, but you've that, had some amazing accomplishments. You've gotten to go to the Winter Olympics for free. And you've gotten to give two TEDx talks. You have a book that's out. have a podcast. Um, you've gotten sent on like five free vacations through your company that you work for. Uh, you, you've been promoted multiple times. You've had several validations, but they don't
1: just not at s- the skill.
0: Yeah, the volume level yeah. that
1: I would like, and you know, so by that, by my definition, and this is
0: where I say that kind of shit can make people existential, and you have to really focus then on. on I know, know it where, makes me
1: existential. Yes,
0: and this is where I look back at your intentions, like, and it's where, as as your wife, I would look at you and like, look. You can't judge me or love me based on what my weight is or what the scale says. 100%. Now if I if I just lose all intention and I eat whatever that I want and and gain a bunch of weight, I could see how that would impact our physical relationship. You might still love me, but our physical intimacy might not reach the same level because the attraction would not be at the same level. And on top of that, you would see that I didn't even put any effort or intention towards improving. So so it goes back
1: it goes back to the point that I've made and your story just kinda helps make my point where
0: okay.
1: the reason people judge the reason people fall victim to the evil of judging others by their actions and not their intention is because you cannot measure the intent of others. You cannot measure the degree to which you think a motherfucker should have given intensity. You cannot measure the degree to which you can trust that somebody truly had good intentions you can however weirdly feel that you can measure your own intentions because oh you know what <laughs> i know my, i gave my I all i know i gave my all but you know what yeah. your boss don't know that you gave your all to, yeah. to you like truly mm-hmm. right like i see general managers who underperform in their roles and they truly truly from their point of view would their intent was, I gave my all. I mean, we've and, been out and, and, on the and, track
0: and running some days, and I'm like, look, this is as fast as I can run today. And You're looking at, and me I'm looking like,
1: at you, and I'm judging how? you. I'm judging you by your actions and not your or intentions, because I'm looking at you like, there's no way she's intending to run this slow, yeah. <laughs> and or there's no way she's given full yeah.
0: intention to run hard, <laughs> to run hard, and then still ending up this slow. This
1: slow. Where yeah. in your mind you're like, I'm, I, I I'm truly, giving everything I'm, I have. And there you go. So this is this is the paradox. This is Deji's paradox. Ed. This is
0: where you are a hypocrite, though, because if you Jesus. would show up to the I, gym and say, look, I'm, I put the because I would do this. Uh, like I would do my plyos I or heavy too. weights. I did it,
1: too, because in my bullshit years, the yeah. four years I was dicking around and or not even taking,
0: now when I'm doing my plyometric exercise, I go the burpees hard now. What, what, what the you fuck ain't you doing burpees with me. I'm doing burpees. You ain't doing burpees
1: I'm I'm with me. I'm sprinting a mile. Okay. I can, I'm running a mile in six do minutes, plyos, 630.
0: Do, do plyos with me next time. We'll it's see all you,
1: context of cardio. Just, it doesn't that's matter. My,
0: that's my point though. It's like when it's something that makes you uncomfortable or you're not quite as good at.
1: We now wanna, all of a sudden we're, we're you're like, oh, my intention, intent my
0: intention. <laughs> my intention is there. I just good. not, I'm just not good at that. I'm just not good at that. I'm not good at fucking running. You still judge me for it.
1: <laughs> my intentions are good. You I just can outburpe you any
0: day. I'm just not as good at running. <laughs> So that that's my point is is we're all hypocrites. We all judge each other, um, but it's it's really hard sometimes to find the grace. And like I don't know the the funny thing, and then just harping on this slow weight down, and exercise down. You, you thing said a little it's, more. It's really
1: hard to find the grace. I, I I wanted to I I didn't mean to cut you off there, yeah, but I but I wanted to slow down there because I think about biblical principles. I think about moral ethics just principles of human decency and doing right by others loving your neighbor as thyself and being a fucking good human being Mm -hmm. no one can be a fucking good human being when you judge other people to any degree by their actions and not their intentions because what's
0: funny is we we actually judge other strangers less in a way then we we will be kinder to strangers a the lot closer of times they are to than you. we are to ourselves or our loved ones if you if you hear um, of, of someone else who's trying to lose 20 pounds and they're struggling with it you're like oh you're beautiful as you are you're good you're do, you're working hard when it's you and you see that extra pound go up on the scale or, or you see your loved one, you know, not give a fuck about their career, and you're feeling like they could be doing a little more, you you just start getting a lot more judgy. So before we move on too much, um, I wanted to dial back into that, like giving grace and, and judging by intentions, as far as the fitness thing. And I wanted to give some context to our listeners, because they could be listening to this and not quite understanding why this is such a big point in our lives and why we kind of ha- have fought about this so for those who who don't know me personally or are new to this um so i've actually lost about a uh, hundred pounds at one point um i'm not quite that lean now um but at one point it was it was close getting close to about i think 75 pounds mm-hmm. something like I'll that 75 that to 100 um anyways it, my weights fluctuated so much so I had I don't I even remember that for a while there I stopped weighing myself when I got to my heaviest but it for us it became a big deal because um and anyone who's married or or is in a relationship understands that physical attraction is a huge component to keeping the glue together long-term yes. in marriage it can't be the only thing but you have sex, to have
1: sex does de- sex does the sex does define your marriage as singular when i you can Otherwise say,
0: you're just a roommate or yeah. or partners or friends uh there has to be some sex
1: means i choose you
0: and you know different things flow different boats it's not to say that that being bigger is bad some people like that and some people are happy that i was not happy with my weight and my husband did not necessarily find me as attractive at my heavier weight though you still love me we were together for like a year when i was a heavy So it wasn't like you didn't love me. And I've gotten big again since then before, too, because I've always struggled and yo-yoed with my weight. So anyways, um, the reason I I bring this up and in in this intention conversation is through that journey, I've actually met a lot of other men, especially because I feel like men are just more vocal. So women, women are still very vain, too. Like we're we're attracted to physically sexy you know attractive men i know the wrong not, not. yeah yeah we're, it's not that we're not vain it's just men typically tend to be i think more vocal and more visually driven women can be a more um, emotionally motivated so sometimes we will overlook and be able to still find attractiveness to someone who's not physically perfect men can be very physically driven so you do see like I've had a lot of men come up to me like how do I get my wife or girlfriend or whoever just to try it's like I don't need her to like drop weight or you know just go crazy it's like I just want to encourage her to go for a walk or or, like get out and try something like move like they it's it's so funny because more often than not more than seeing the scale dramatically change They just want to know that there's some effort put in there.
1: They want to see intent.
0: Yeah. Like, are we just trying not to let ourselves go? We all know that as we age, and like we've talked about this, our bodies are going to break down. There's going to be things we're not going to do. We're going to have some pudge here and there. We're going to want to let go here and there and enjoy a fucking brownie or or a a cocktail and not fucking track it or weigh ourselves the next day and freak out. Because otherwise, like, what's the point? I don't want to have abs and then be miserable. Like, you have to have a fucking balance. right. But I'm still going to, you know, I'm going to balance it out. I might choose the brownie for dinner and the salad for lunch. I might choose a mental health day and stay home from the gym. Or I might spend two hours at the gym one day. So it, it's all fucking balance. But you want to know that the person you're with has some... Like as soon as you see someone check out and it's the same thing, whether it's finances, whether it's uh, weight, whether it's career, we want to be with someone who hasn't given up. Like I have a friend who left um, her boyfriend. She said it was because he, he he smoked pot. but what she was really trying to say is he gave up like,
1: he wasn't as he would just sit motivated, at home
0: all right. day on the couch, not moving, not putting in job applications, not hustling. Not... He may
1: have had good intentions to get those things. Yeah. done. I'm
0: sure he did. She never minded the pot. That was like what she blamed it on at the end. But it was really his lack of intention, his lack of action. Or maybe
1: again, it was his lack of action because she yeah. held him accountable to his actions, not his intent. I'm sure the intent was there.
0: Well, and that's that's what one of the things to follow up on that conversation that we have intent precedes action so intent has to be there for the action to follow so intent is important but if you have intent it's like um um, wishing without a plan uh, or hoping without a plan is just a wish Mm -hmm. like so you you can a plan
1: without action is just a wish yeah
0: that's how it goes So you need that action behind it. Here's where I I differentiated this conversation. So intent is important. Action is the catalyst. The result may vary. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. The result may vary. Like I put in the action, I work out five to six days a week. I eat relatively clean and and I, I live a fairly overall healthy lifestyle. I'm not the most shredded person out there. I'm not like she work out but she eat tacos yeah. kind of body type. Right? And I'm cool with that now. But if if I was judging myself based on the result of like looking like that person in the magazine or do you see what I'm saying? I do. Like the result does not always match or or isn't always guaranteed.
1: I, I, I get you. You know what kind of came in my mind as you were saying this? Okay,
0: what?
1: You know how like Sorry people? Sorry about
0: that side n- rant, no, no, By no, no, the no, way, that no, was, you good, you good. took off in th- a different
1: th- direction. This, you know how like a lot of times people are like, oh, but God sees my heart. You know, like God, <laughs> yeah. g- God, God, God would vindicate me because you know my my intentions were pure. He sees my heart, and it it makes me wonder. It it's one of those hypocritical statements people make
0: uh-huh.
1: because they say it about themselves but they don't make the same assumption towards other people and they are legitimately like fobagasted when you want to hold them accountable to actions when their when the actions of their behavior doesn't match whatever intent they had human beings are legitimately surprised when you now want to hold them accountable to their actions but they do it to other people and oh yeah and therein lies my paradox so therein lies Deji's Paradox. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you the story um, and, and I'll use words. I love
0: how you snuck that in there. I noticed it. Don't th- We kept fighting at the beginning of this because he wanted to call the episode Deji's Paradox. It, it is Deji's paradox. Deji paradox. You didn't it, create this shit.
1: I, I put the We're just thought talking together. about it. Okay. So, you know, I had someone come up to me and he said, you know, Deji, my daughter... The other day was putting on an outfit and he said the the, the, the outfit just it was it was dirty or it, did, it was something about the outfit. It, it just didn't sit right on her, at mm-hmm. least from his point of view. So he said, you know, honey, kind of chuckling, like, go go change, go change and put something else on. Don't wear that out. We're going out. Don't wear that. And could you imagine his intention in this moment? Here. yeah
0: just not thinking it's that serious just, just like oh that's
1: not the most flattering outfit on on your teenage daughter It's like hey go go change you know like we're going out and it wasn't some modesty issue it was just oh that th- th- just go put something else on and she the look on her face just sank it it went down she looked at him and said daddy you are evil and stormed out of the room
0: she called him evil. Yes,
1: yes. She said, "Daddy, you are evil," and stormed out of the room. He was. He came to me. That's
0: a teenage girl for hey, you, right he, there.
1: He came to me because. He He needed. Got
0: it. Yeah.
1: He needed understanding, Mm -hmm. and he felt like at least I could give him an answer that could make sense of what he was just experiencing. Yeah. Like, how can I, with good intentions, yeah, all of a sudden, be like the worst dad in the world? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, this is what I mean by perception is evil. Perception is the root of all evil. Our intentions don't count for shit, and our points of views make us do evil things. What she was trying to say, and I'm speaking metaphorically here, is not, Daddy, you are evil. You are her father. She loves you. She knows you love her. But human beings are unable to make the distinction between a person's perspective and what they say and the person. A lot like in politics. When somebody is a Democrat or Republican, we can't think through the nuances of how and all the, you know, subtle layers and, and the nuances of why they believe. We just tag them with all the perceived biases and stereotypes of either description. And we, we attach all the worst possible outcomes we have or worst possible perspectives we yeah. have about that political party on that person. So if you're a Republican and you're a white male above the age of 55, oh, you must be racist. Just, <laughs> just the assumption, right? Or if you're a Democrat and you're under the age of 30, oh, this socialist motherfucker is yeah. like, okay. like That's human beings for you. So he was like, Deji, what's going on here? And I said, first of all, perception right she's not it's not an attack on you and i know it feels that way but she's trying to say that your point of view of her dress was evil because here's what you don't know she may have gone through a process in her mind not may
0: have hold on let me let me interject real quick real quick
1: i don't want to forget where i'm going with this okay go ahead go ahead sorry
0: just as a, as a girl, like I get it, like I'm I'm already put myself in her shoes. So let, no me, say let me say it. Let me say it as a an man. Okay. Uh,
1: there you go. Let me say it as a man. Okay. And You tell me if I'm wrong, because again, he, here's what he did. And I said, look, she's a teenage girl. She do you could you understand this series of emotions and decisions and talking herself up to it and working up to it to to make her choose to wear that dress mm-hmm. finally put it on feeling herself feeling happy feeling on top of, it may that dress may be the physical embodiment or representation of empowerment to her like yeah. i finally like you know whatever that case and then to have daddy come in and disapprove Fuck your intentions.
0: For one, laugh That's, at her like it wasn't even like oh you look too yeah. good in that like so I can't let you wear it out of the house because it's too sexy. That's it. Like he laughed at her. I
1: said I said you for all you know that may be the moment that shoots her self esteem down the oh, toilet. Oh, yeah, I would
0: guarantee you it for did. the
1: entirety of her life, and you created She's that need therapy after that. <laughs> and I said you created that for your daughter
0: unintentionally with, with
1: good intentions. Yeah. With good intentions, right? Yep.
0: I mean, I remember my sister did a and, similar and thing to me. But here's I, the catch. Uh-huh. Here's
1: what I said. And now she's, how is she going to judge him and hold him accountable? By his actions. Yes. Not his intent. But yeah. when she has another infringement, how is she going to yeah, want daddy? If
0: she said the same thing, oh, dad, that didn't look good on you. She's going she to want dad to, there you go. She's not emotionally invested the She's same not going
1: to see how she's a hypocrite. that
0: Exactly. I mean, yeah, I remember, but it's, it's especially volatile as young girls. Like, the the self-esteem is so fragile at that age, for one. And, yeah, every girl in general, because women are taught from a very young age that our worth is so much. Men don't have this to the same degree. Um, Whereas, as a woman, our worth is is dramatically attached to
1: Your physical our, our appearance. physical
0: appearance. And and so, for Every young girl, you obsess, you obsess about the, the dress before you buy it. You research it, um, you try it on, you coordinate it with the nail colors and the hair, and 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 you think about how flattering it is. Does it hit your 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 waist at the right point? Um, you'll accessorize. You'll do your makeup. So that that dress was not. I mean, for for most girls, would not be a quick five second. Oh, like like a guy. Oh, I just threw on jeans and a t-shirt kind of thing. Just how men's no. minds are wired. Yeah, M- men do that. They throw on jeans and t-shirt. Maybe they put on deodorant and wash their face, and that's about it. Women can take days or hours to plan an outfit for for something. So having someone. Tell you you made the wrong decision or laugh at you, and I distinctly remember a moment when my sister did that to me growing up. It's I still I could still pull that memory out. Like I remember how that felt. That was shitty. I was devastated. She made fun of a hat that I loved. I never wore a hat again. I still can't wear hats because I'm self conscious. Like I get nervous. I'm like I'm oh, I
1: don't i know. I'm sure it was not her intent. But I'm sure
0: it was because you don't know my sister.
1: <laughs> Roll with me. I'm sure it wasn't her <laughs> intent, but till uh, this day. She's held accountable by you to the action.
0: To the action, yeah, because it it, it as, left it, and an And As
1: rational as you are,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is still that difficult for you to hold her to accountable separate. To, to separate action from intent. Yep. We can't do it to other people, but we can we do it to ourselves.
0: And and then I'll throw this in there too. And like this, if anyone has ever had an argument. With anyone that came out of the blue and was unexpected. I mean, there's some arguments you know are coming. Like, you're prepped for like, Like, well, when that motherfucker gets home, I'm about to let the rip. <laughs> like, he don't even know what's coming. There's some arguments that have built up. There, There's a point. Like, it's been brewing. But there, there's some times where you make a side comment. This has happened to us a few times. We don't fight very often. But when we do, whew. And sometimes it just comes out of the blue, like, like you know, like one of those random things like, um, oh, where are we going to eat for dinner tonight? Like, well, you know, uh, what would you like to watch? And all of a sudden we have some sort of miscommunication or misunderstood intention. And it doesn't matter. Like, you can't backtrack and go, whoa, 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 that's not what I meant. Because once it's out of the bottle, like once that anger is unleashed. It's gone. Yeah, like it takes Hours and what you could have been perfectly happy and laughing one second, and then boom, like a thundercloud rolled in, it, it all turns to shit.
1: You know where you tend to see like people holding other people accountable to their actions? Hmm. Customer service. A lot of times, like customers walk into stores and they want to hold the business accountable to whatever perceived slight they had hmm. against them. Like, oh y'all did this to me. Oh did blah blah. <laughs> oh y'all y'all trying to screw me over. But then when they, you know, maybe
0: miss a bill or. or, Oh,
1: oh, y'all should know. Like, I'm just I'm just stressed. You know, it's a Uh, bad month for me. Yeah.
0: Like Like, that lady when she dropped her pizza walking out of the pizzeria. Oh,
1: you want to tell (laughs) us? Jesus
0: pissed me (laughs) off.
1: I wanted to walk Uh,
0: up to this lady
1: and be like, you,
0: you evil. Like she was texting on her phone, carrying the pizza out and dropped it. And then and came then back right and had the audacity into, to, to say, say, can you
1: make me another pizza? I dropped my pizza for free. And and the, the manager was a better man than I am. Better man than I am.
0: Hey, How is that my problem? He
1: he, he he made the pizza, but I, I walked up to him and I acknowledged. I said, bro, man to man, business operator to operator. I recognize what you did there. You didn't have to do it. That lady lacked perspective. Because if if the roles were reversed. Yeah. And it's the business who dropped her pizza or, or if, if she if she dropped the pizza mm-hmm. at, at the if she broke something at the store.
0: Oh yeah. Like right. she Maybe knocked over a table and a broke table. it or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I
1: didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. It was an
0: accident. She's not gonna want to get charged. She's not for it.
1: she's not gonna she's yeah, and it cost the business like ten grand to replace that table. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not gonna be like, Oh, oh, that was my fault. Let me let me pay for that. Yeah. Right. So she wants to hold the business accountable, but when the business turned around and want to hold you accountable, like, oh, I don't know where this is coming from. Oh, I didn't mean to. My intentions were pure. My intentions were pure. Yep. And I'm like, this is the hypocrisy. That is humanity. And we all
0: do it. We all do it. Um,
1: it's called Dagest paradox of intention.
0: <laughs> no, it's not.
1: I am branding Ignore this him. shit.
0: You, but like, this is greatness, Sarah. You gotta,
1: you gotta brand this stuff because I'm, I'm not gonna try to sound cocky. Okay, go ahead. What were you gonna say?
0: <laughs> uh, you're cute. Thank you. It's a good thing you're cute.
1: <laughs> he's just I would have left this <laughs> arrogant Good motherfucker alone. <laughs> I'm gonna judge him uh, by his intentions. No. He means well. He means he well. He does,
0: well. he does, he means well, <laughs> he means well. No,
1: don't judge him by what he's saying. He means uh, well.
0: Just ignore the words that are coming out of his mouth. <laughs> no, I I just I, I find this topic fascinating because I feel like intentions are the only thing that matter because they are how how you can see into someone and and understand like like again Thanos Thanos in the Marvel and we always talk about him cuz he's such a compelling character because he's a his
1: polarizing character yeah
0: he he's, his intent was to save lives but he knew to do so he had to take lives so his intent was good But his actions were bad. And so he got labeled as a villain. When, if you look at it, he was the one who pulled the lever to kill the one, to save the five. So he wasn't being evil,
1: he was being objective. Yeah, but because, he was being utilitarian. But because, yes, but because some of the people who are going to die were people Might we, be
0: someone you love, you care about. All of a sudden, about. we
1: categorize him as, oh, fuck as, his intentions. As, as
0: evil. And I, I feel like he's one of the most compelling characters in the, the superhero genre yes because that kind of stuff helps you empathize and understand with someone who who, like even if they do dark things and there's a reason why we even like um that show dexter the serial killer who kills serial killers you're like okay he's got this compelling because urge to kill you're, you're but he's judging him it. by
1: his intentions yes but you realize if this he motherfucker got caught people, yeah right he's he's still <laughs> just putting that out there
0: Like, so intention is the only thing that matters because it's how we understand what's driving a person, what's in their heart. Um, But it's also and it's also what drives them to action. So without intent, there's no action. But at the end of the day, the action still occurs. So the result is still there. Like whether you intended like uh, one more example before we wrap this up. One of our uh, on our wedding, throwing it all the way back, I, I still have one regret, and it was that we didn't get photos. And the reason we didn't get photos was because your family made us extremely late. We had agreed to give a family member a ride to the wedding. They weren't ready until like an hour after we were supposed to be there and we couldn't leave without them at that point because we were the only way they were gonna get there. Mm -hmm. So we were hijacked. It didn't matter that their intentions were good, and they didn't quite understand the timeline and the deadline.
1: We were held hostage by them.
0: Yeah, so so they're running around like, oh, I'm putting on my eyeliner, I'm putting on my shoes, I'm getting all this stuff together, I've got all these things going on. Good
1: intentions. Um,
0: And that same day, like, your brother got baptized, and that was another thing that, like, delayed the wedding and delayed everyone's good intentions. Nothing wrong with the the idea of it but the result was we relate to our own wedding there was a ton of shit we didn't get set up and didn't, didn't get done didn't get photos and i was stressed the fuck out the whole day so how it, it took it took a superhuman level of strength to look past I said I know I said one more one more one more uh, example, but I got one more building on this because it's a good one. So it took a superhuman level of of mental fortitude to relinquish my anger and judge them by their intentions and be in the moment and enjoy the love and happiness I was surrounded by. Because
1: you know that at some point you would want. Human, human beings and yes. humanity to offer you the same courtesy.
0: Yes. Um, and that same intention. So I have a family member who did something to you.
1: I know and you, you
0: have not done the superhuman strength of putting that aside. I am
1: unable to.
0: You are unable. Your
1: entire family. Let's just put it out there. One Your- in
0: particular, though. One, one, one. Let's say one was the ringleader of it, okay? Okay. And it funneled down. They
1: all seem like and, King Arthur and the 12 Knights. you can n- also knights. look at okay. their
0: intention... And if you I were in the same it. position as they a they were parent, trying to
1: protect you, I that you would it. have
0: done the exact same thing or worse. 100%. I could see you doing worse.
1: 100 percent. Every man is probably going to own a gun to and shoot. look at
0: them like if you were my daughter, shoot his I'm daughter's gonna...
1: first boyfriend. Yeah, but but I am unable to hold them or judge them by their intent because you're a hypocrite. I. That's what I just said. So, <laughs> and that is the paradox of intention. That is Deji's so paradox. So it doesn't
0: matter that their intention or the misunderstanding or, or any of that. It
1: doesn't matter. That is Deji's. Thank you for bringing Basically,
0: this up. Basically, he petty y'all. He petty.
1: Just we kidding. all are. That is Deji's paradox of intention. So let me let me summarize what this entire one hour conversation Fucking conversation is about. We went about. off
0: on this one. Yeah, yeah.
1: Look. In the end, when we when we talk about ideas like loving your neighbor as yourself, doing to others as you would like to see done unto you, what that means is you want to offer people the same level of courtesy and judgment that you would expect them to send your way. You would want the good Lord, if He's out there on your last day to look into your heart and offer you that same courtesy even if all the actions you took on earth didn't quite align for good. You will want God himself to look into your heart and see that your intentions were pure. That is how you view yourself. The hypocrisy of your existence is that you do not offer people the exact same courtesy back. That is what makes this a very, very tough conversation. So what you could do Or the lesson to be learned from this episode is you have to get good, you have to create the self-awareness to recognize the moments where you are being a hypocrite and judging other people by their actions and not by their intention. You have to seek to understand. That is the definition of loving your neighbor as yourself, is to treat people and judge them With through their intentions, the same way you would want them to extend that courtesy to you. And whenever you see other people who are judging others by their actions and not intentions, call the shit out. Call them out. If you enjoy this episode of Perception is a Bitch with Deji and Sarah doing our comical philosophical banter, I guess we just coined that phrase comical philosophy. Uh, leave us to coin <laughs> shit. intellectual property, babe. Get with the program. <gasps> leave us a five star rating on whatever audio platform you get if your podcast from. intentions
0: form. that matter. <laughs> whatever they rate it, it's their intentions.
1: I'm judging them by their actions. If they give us less than five stars, yeah, uh, intentions aren't pure here. <laughs> we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next time.